the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, the attitude on the left appears to be if one indictment of Donald Trump is good, two is better, and three is uh, even better than that, as uh, the former president has uh, announced in a long series of posts on his social media website, Truth Social, uh, that he is the target of a third pending indictment, uh, the second by special prosecutor Jack Smith. We'll have all the details on that, what Trump had to say about it. Uh, will that, will this make his popularity in the polls go even higher? The other two did, the one in New York from Alvin Bragg, the first one from Jack Smith. Uh, we'll have reaction and uh, analysis as the show progresses here. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your day to listen to us. You can take us with you wherever you go on the iHeartTuneIn and Radio.com app. You can watch us live on Facebook and soon on Rumble. Uh, if you are a Columbus resident and you are in the South End and you are without power today, uh, you can thank some as yet unidentified teenagers. And they're likely to remain unidentified because, you know, we don't want our kids to get a complex uh, when they commit crimes. We would hate to out them, name them, shame them. <laughs> um, but there was, uh, and I hesitate to put this at the top of the show because it's really not news, that a Kia was stolen overnight. Uh, that a police chase ensued, and that the teenagers uh, who stole the car and were driving the stolen car uh, crashed it into a utility pole because that's like the triple threat of uh, teenage uh, social media popularity these days. A, steal a car, preferably Kia or Hyundai. It'll get you some cred from the Kia boys, one of the gangs that Andrew Ginther never talks about. Uh, two, Lead police on a chase. Three, crash the car. Four, preferably don't kill yourself, uh, but instead run away from the cops. Uh, that is where we are. It happened uh, around 5 a.m. And we had three 18-year-old girls detained. We should get their names. Oh, no, three girls under age 18. So ixnay on the aimnay. You'll get no names from them. I'll prove you why in a moment. Uh, they uh, caused power outages because they hit a power pole AEP on the scene assessing the situation. I've been in touch with a couple of my uh, police friends. Uh, what we will find out is that the girls who did this uh, didn't start with this. They didn't just break in like, you know, Ellie De La Cruz with the Reds. He's a rookie and he comes up and he plays like a veteran. No, 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 no. That's not how it works in the criminal realm, in teenage crime in particular. You start out slow and you move up the scale because you're not deterred in moving up the scale because that would involve punishment, which would involve consequences, which would involve, you know, holding kids accountable for what they do. 
and very often it is uh, black kids, and that, of course, is racist. I, I, have a question. I was thinking about this the other day. If it is racist, and the, and the left would tell you that it is, they tell you this all the time, if it is racist to penalize black teenagers for the overabundance proportionally of crimes they commit, because they're not a majority of teenagers in the city of Columbus, if that is racist, why is it not sexist? for police to arrest the majority of people committing crimes being male. I mean, wouldn't that, if, if cops are arresting black kids and that's racist, and that's what the left tells you, the fact that most people arrested for committing crimes are male, and presumably 50% of the city is female, Is the proportionality apply in criminality? Are 50% of our arrested criminals female? If not, I think the cops are not just racist, sexist. Come on, Dems. You're missing a wide open swath that you could criticize the cops for. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Actually, I'm not. Uh, Because you're not very smart. Uh, Or you wouldn't be accusing them of racism in the first place. Uh, proof that not very smart people have big platforms. And uh, I spent uh, time this morning praying that I would steward my platform uh, in accordance with God's uh, voice and view uh, and will. Uh, There is an editorial uh, today, boy, they wasted no time, from the head wokester at the dispatch in charge of the editorial page, Amelia Robinson, uh, about the evils of a proposed law in the Ohio State House, which this is how it works. Somebody proposes a law, they sponsor it, then it has to be read a couple times on the floor of the House, you got to marshal support for it, you got to defend it, they have hearings on it, if you pass it in the House, which takes a couple months, Then it makes its way to the Senate. They read it. They have hearings and they pass it. Maybe they change it. If they change it, you got to negotiate on it. It's a long time to get it made into a law. But this was just proposed, this new law in the Ohio House. And brother, we got to marshal all the forces of doom against it right away. Because do you know what this law would do? Do you know what this law would do? Oh, my goodness. It would outlaw drag performers performing anywhere that is not designated for adult entertainment. That's right. If you're a dude, but you're under the delusion, artistic or mental delusion, that you've got to get your voice out there as a female performer, not a real woman, but as a female garishly made up, dressed like a tramp, some caricature of what a real woman is, and you want to twerk and thrust your pelvis and other sexually suggestive things in front of children, not just adults, which is what drag queens performed in front of for decades upon decades upon decades, largely to anonymity. But now, of course, drag queens are being targeted 
This is what the left will tell you. And they are when they want to do their perverse, evil stuff in front of kids. So, thankfully, we have some Republican lawmakers. I know. You didn't need me to tell you they were Republican. There's no Democrats going to touch something like this. We have some Republican lawmakers, Josh Williams of Sylvania, that's near Toledo, and Angela King of Salina, which is up by Lima, who are the primary sponsors, along with 44 Republican co-sponsors of House Bill 245. This sounds like the Derek Maron faction of the Republican House of Representatives. Uh, which would ban drag performers from doing what they do, gyrate, um, indoctrinate kids. It would ban them from doing it in public parks, parades, and other places children might be if a bill introduced by these House Republicans becomes law. It would expand the definition of adult cabaret performers from strippers and topless dancers to include Entertainers who exhibit a gender identity that is different from the performer's or entertainer's gender assigned at birth. I told you wackos in the LGBTQ alphabet mafia that you better hurry up and get D incorporated under your evil umbrella because we're not going to stop because you know what? We love our kids and we're not going to let you twist their minds into using them for your own sexual gratification. I have a question. Oftentimes when things like this come up, we get very engaged in the particulars of it. Oh, it's going to be a felony if they do it in front of kids under 13. And oh, a fourth degree felony. And how many jail time? We get so focused on the particulars of it that we forget to ask one very obvious question. And the argument rages and it rages and it rages. And we go further into the minutia. And no, oh, it's artistic and blah, 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 blah. And we don't ask the one very simple, very substantive, very searing question that I think would push back against the nut jobs right away. And that very simple question is, why is it essential for drag queens to do their perverse sexual maneuvers in front of children? I don't care if you do it in front of adults. I won't go. I think it's evil. I think it's weird. I think it's twisted. I think it's demonic. But you're an adult. Do what you want to do. I can't stop all sin, but I can and will marshal every ounce of energy I have to keep you from corrupting children. So why, if you're a drag queen, Nina West and all you other perverts, why can't you just continue to do it like you used to do it when I went to Ohio State? When the short north was a cesspool of <laughs> of of degradation and uh, dilapidation, why can't you just do it for adults like you used to when you were left alone? You say you want to be left alone, we'll leave you alone. Do it for adults, but not will we leave you? We will not leave you alone until you leave our kids alone. There's so much news and so few segments on today's show. By the way, tomorrow uh, we will celebrate Frank LaRose's entry into the Ohio Senate race by having Bernie Moreno on the show. (laughs) I'm a big Bernie Moreno fan. I'm open to Frank LaRose, but I think at this particular point, uh, we need to get back in our country to what our government was initially intended to be, 
which was citizen representatives. How many people in our House of Representatives and Senate are career politicians? How many of them have been successful business people who go serve for a while, leave, go back into private business? Trey Gowdy. I wish Trey Gowdy was in Congress still. Trey Gowdy served, got out. Bernie Moreno, um, willing to serve. He's actually doing it more because he feels compelled to do it than because he wants to do it. I mean, he wants to do it because he's compelled to do it. I'll let Bernie speak for himself, but we'll have Bernie on the show tomorrow. 1135. Uh, Cocaine at the White House. Don't worry, I'm getting back to Trump's pending third indictment and, of course, the wokesters at the dispatch decrying the reigning in of drag queens trying to twerk and gyrate and indoctrinate kids. Uh, But first, it wouldn't be a day on the Bruce Hooley Show without the lunacy, idiocy, and nonsensical foolishness of uh, Corinne Jean identity hire at the White House. Here she is extolling the virtues of the... uh, thoroughly thorough thoroughness of the Secret Service looking for 10 whole days for the uh, White House cocaine trafficker. They said it was a highly trafficked area of the White House. They weren't kidding. Uh, Here's Corinne John identity hire yesterday at the White House press briefing. Thanks, Corinne. First, following up on the cocaine, you said that it was very important to President Biden that the Secret Service get to the bottom of who brought it into the White House. So can you just talk about his reaction when he learned that the investigation did not end with a suspect? No, and I appreciate the question. Look, I'm just not going to opine on this, not Mm going to get into specific on this. We believe the Secret Service did a thorough investigation. Uh, We've been briefed of the outcome. Nobody's asking you to opine. We're asking you to give an answer. Uh, That's all. You don't have to opine. Just give an answer. Uh, they share the detail in a public statement, which I think is important for the American people to hear directly from the Secret Service who did the investigation. Yeah, that way it doesn't land on me because I'm incompetent and everybody will continue to know how incompetent I am if the statement comes from me and not the Secret Service. Look, I'm one of the things that they said in the public statement is hundreds of people come through this particular uh, area. And uh, and it's so it's a heavily traveled working area. And so uh, that's what they were able to find doing this uh, thorough investigation. And so especially during that weekend, we think about Friday, that Saturday and that Sunday and also that uh, I believe that Monday, uh, that weekend, I should just say um, that uh, it was heavily traveled. Hundreds of people, hundreds came through there. Hundreds of people. How many people were January 6th? Uh, They don't have any problem tracking you down. Anyway, a follow-up question. Is the president satisfied with the explanation that someone was able to bring an illegal substance into the White House because there are hundreds of people who come here? What I will say is that the Secret (laughs) Service did a thorough investigation. That's what we believe. They put out a public statement. I think. Well, they if cheap, you know what? This is the George Costanza administration. If they're if they have a motto, it is the George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. That's their. That's the whole thing with the buy. The withdrawal from Afghanistan, extraordinary success. Southern border closed. Domestic energy up. Real wages up. It's not a lie if you believe it. She said it is a very thorough investigation. We believe that. That's important. Anything else detailing any details or any more information, I would reach out to the Secret Service. Mm, man, is she awful at her job? Oh, excuse me. I didn't need the last three words of that. At her job, she's just awful. Trump says he got a call 
that he's the target of another indictment. <laughs> what are they trying to get Trump's approval rating to 70%? I think. They're not happy with Trump having a 40-point lead over his challenger. Let's indict him again. Go for it, Jack Smith. Uh, he sent a letter Sunday night to Trump, and Trump did it in his own Trumpian trumpeter on uh, Truth Social. Here's the t- I'd read it as Trump, but I can't do it justice. Deranged Jack Smith, prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter. Again, it was a Sunday night, stating that I am the target, in all caps, of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. He continues in another post. So now Joe Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court, parentheses, in retrospect, based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, and parentheses, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's, again in all caps, number one political opponent, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before or even close, Trump said. And then he went on and on and on. They illegally spied. He's not wrong. He's not wrong on this. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacked me with totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign. It's true. And the DNC. Also true. Special counsel John Durham in May released his highly anticipated report after years of investigating the origins of that investigation and found it never should have opened. Also true. They failed on the Mueller witch hunt. No collusion. They failed on Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI Twitter files, the DOJ Facebook censorship, and every other scam imaginable. He is not wrong in a word of that. He is blustery. He is braggadocious. But he is not wrong. All of that is 100% true. And he ended with an all-caps rant. The witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. Yes, it is a very sad and dark period for our nation. And that will become more clear tomorrow when the two IRS whistleblowers testify before Congress, Gary Shapley and the other as now unnamed whistleblower who is willing tomorrow to put his name on his testimony, which I believe will make it more powerful. He was the original agent who investigated Hunter Biden. Gary Shapley is the supervisor who was supervising the Hunter Biden investigation. Both were taken off. They will tell tomorrow the story of having a day of action ready to target Hunter Biden, search a storage locker. The Bidens were tipped off to this by the assistant attorney for the state of Delaware, who supposedly is investigating Hunter Biden. I should get a Truth Social account where I can rant in all caps about this complete weaponization of the DOJ and the stacking of the deck against conservatives. Uh, But we'll get back to the uh, histrionic reaction to the drag queen legislation next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.